legacy of Dr. Dr. Martin Luther King really reminds me of who I am and really who we are, where we've come from. Uh, this country has been, has been plagued historically with the remnants of slavery and uh, a lot of uh, negative uh, history as it relates to um, the minority community in particular. Uh, and we've been struggling to make progress uh, over the years. And uh, we've been joined. People have stepped, reached their hands to help us reaching across the aisle, partisan politics uh, and social uh, action to uh, remedy this issue and to address it. And I think that uh, Martin Luther King has set a, a prime example of the process of how and what the philosophies are behind this uh, to help us uh, maintain a strong effort to uh, promote fairness and equity and inclusion in the society. As I looked at some of the social unrest over the past couple of years, I had thought that we had made more progress as a society toward inclusion and equity and fairness of treatment, but then it didn't seem like we had made all that much progress, and, and I was surprised by that. I wonder if you were. Not so much surprised, but uh, definitely disappointed uh, in uh, this recent uh, uh, increase in civil discourse. Uh, it's just uh, I've been very disappointing. And the uh, increase in racism and racist attitudes uh, across the country has been very, very disheartening. Uh, it is uh, uh, it's feelings that have probably been dormant uh, uh, but something has just woken up, and uh, I think uh, uh, Mr. Trump, uh, possibly, and some of his efforts and attitudes and expressions has contributed to uh, uh, waking up this uh, dormant, uh, selfish, uh, white privilege, uh, racist concepts. Uh, in promoting individualism and selfishness that's just anti to uh, what Martin Luther King referred to as the beloved community. You know, he uh, uh, really put emphasis on it to, to understand how we're all connected together. In fact, one of his quotes is, we are caught in an inescapable network of mutuality tied in a single garment of destiny. Whatever affects one directly affects all indirectly. And we've got to understand that, that uh, we're all tied together uh, and, uh, uh, and not recognizing that it just caused more and more problems and it hampers our progress. Right. So I wonder if you could reflect for me on where we've come, let's say, since the mid-60s till now, we have made quite a bit of progress in Akron in terms of kind of embracing diversity and 
uh, the black community making some strides, have we not? And, and, and if so, I wonder if you could kind of talk to us about where we were then, where we are now, and then where you're hoping we'll go in the future. Well, I think we've had some expansion, uh, increase, in, uh, particularly in the political realm. Uh, we've had more African-American uh, elected officials. Uh, I remember when Ed Davis, uh, third ward councilman in the city of Akron, was the first African-American uh, to be elected in office in uh, this whole Miller county, and particularly in the greater Akron area. Uh, and he was the only one. Uh, and now we've got uh, almost 20. Uh, and uh, uh, so we've made uh, uh, some progress. Uh, it is important, though, that uh, we be mindful of what, uh, what the challenges are ahead of us. And the Chamber of Commerce, as an example, the Greater Akron Chamber of Commerce, the mayor and the county executive commission a study to look at how we can improve the community through economic development. And they made contact and contracted with some researchers associated with the, uh, the Brookings Institute in Washington, D.C. And they uh, did an in-depth study and research of the greater Akron area uh, to look at uh, how we might be able to improve job creation and economic development in the community. And they had several findings uh, and made several recommendations. And one of the major findings was that historically in the greater Akron area, the uh, minority and African-American community has been systematically excluded from economic development activities. Uh, and that one of the major recommendations that we have to be intentional and make sure that we include uh, the minority community in economic development because it is impossible for the total community to prosper and expand and be productive if you exclude one-third of the population of that particular region. And so uh, we make a lot of progress, but there's still a lot of work ahead of us, uh, and fortunately, we're identifying, we're doing, taking the proper steps, doing the research that we need to do, and we're moving forward and taking action to address the issues. 